a new question came in and it's one of my favorites. I've been asked this before, so I wanna break it down a little bit on this video. How many guides do we have? This is your moment. Let me tell you, guide communication is um, at times frustrating, at times challenging to your patients, and at times absolutely reassuring, blissful, and wonderful. So when this question came in, I thought this is the perfect time to talk about it because I really feel strongly that taking the steps to start communicating with your guides, it can be really, really healthy and important and supportive for you, especially in those times that you need it. The question came in, which was, how many guides do we have? How many guides do we have? And I wanna say thank you to Sherry from Arizona for the question. It's an absolute wonderful question. Uh, but how many guides do we have? Sometimes I'll hear someone out there say, oh, you only have two guides your entire life and that's all there is to it. One of my, uh, aha moments very early on when learning about spirituality and spiritual paths and guides and spirits is that there are no limits. When you hear something that is very limited in reference to the spiritual world that is very rigid or limited, you only have this, this is only possible, nothing else is possible. I highly suggest you take kind of a deep breath and take it with a grain of salt because there really are no limits. Do you know where there are limits? here in the human existence. Here on this earth, we are in linear time. That's what limits us. One plus one is two. When you get out of this, it becomes unlimited. So keep that in mind. That's going to kind of move me right into my answer of we have different numbers of guides at different times in our life. I have seen individuals with one guide. I have seen individuals with 40 guides. I have seen individuals with two or three. I've seen people who have guides who are human, sometimes an animal guide, sometimes um, a more, you know, what our culture would consider an unusual guide, like a dragon, or I heard recently somebody had a flower uh, essence guide. It was just, there's so many variations of different types of guides. In this video, I'm going to keep it very basic for you. I will tell you that of all of the people that I've taught over all of these years, a lot of people have two, three, four, five. That's typically an average number that I've seen. Many times you'll have one spirit guide that you will have for a very long time. And perhaps even from birth all the way, you know, until you decide to head on back to the other side at a very beautiful, ripe old age. But most of our guides are going to come and go. Are they always with us? Yeah, they really are. But when I say they come and go, when I say they are with you, sometimes a guide is with you, close to you, present, actively working with you in the area that you need work with. What does this mean? It means that if you are going through something in this lifetime, you will have a guide that will support you with that. You will have a guide uh, that will support you through a marriage or a divorce or empty nest or starting a new business. Typically, not always, because remember, it's not an exact science. Uh, there's all possibilities are out there. But typically, if you're going through something big or large, 
you'll have a guide that is there specifically to help you with that. You may even have a guide that is helping you lift up from depression. I've had guides over the years that have come and gone. I had one guide, Manny, we'll never forget him. His name is Manny and he was like from the 1920s or something. He was just the way he was dressed and he was fun. And he literally would come in to say to me, you need to have fun. You're not having any fun. You need to have fun. So it was a loving reminder. Guides are, uh, here's an, like another question that people have, are our loved ones on the other sides our guides? On the other side are guides. Yes, your loved ones absolutely can be guides. Loved ones are always going to watch over you. Uh, our ancestors, it's part of the whole soul group. It's part of the whole process. Just because they have uh, disconnected from their physical body doesn't mean that they're not still connected with you through spirit. And some of them are going to be very prominent helping you through certain things. Hey, perhaps you're starting a small business and your great aunt, you know, Agnes was self-employed back in the day when it was too really hard to be self-employed for women. So maybe she's going to come around and really be right beside you and close to you while you establish your new business. Same with empty nests, same with bringing kiddos into this world all of those types of big life changes, you typically have a guide, whether it is a loved one that was here in life and now on the other side, or another member of your soul group. Sometimes even some of the higher ups will help us with different things as well. So they're gonna come in closer at the times that you need them the most. For example, is Manny my fun guide there still? Yeah, he's, he's out there somewhere. And I'm kind of glad I don't need him right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because my every day I have right now is filled with joy. I mean, I practice what I preach and, and I love my life. And I haven't seen him in a number of years now, but he's there. He might pop in again if I really need him, if I ever have a low moment in the future, which hopefully I won't, but I've had him and he was there. I've also had guides that were a little bit more strict feeling, trying to help me get into more of a strict pattern of like a lifestyle pattern or something like this. I've had very loving guides that have been there to comfort me in times that I need them. And I mostly I just want to convey that the number of guides you have is going to vary depending on what's happening in your life what you need. So think of all of your guides. We're going to go unlimited with this. <laughs> think of all of your guides as being in the background, ready to be there, ready to help you when you need it. And they step up to your side in the times that you need their particular energy, knowledge, wisdom, and guidance. And then they support you along the path. Most people have teaching guides as well. I want to throw that one out there before we wrap up this little question segment. Most people have teaching guides as well. And when you get a teaching guide, it's very helpful because they're going to help uh, with downloading information, um, help rewiring understanding of how this spiritual world around you works. Perhaps it could be a teaching guide on something very human too. You could need to learn uh, something particular in regards to your new position at work or something like this. You can't have guides for that. You can have an accounting guide. You can have a, a joy guide. You can have a love guide. You can have all of these different types of guides and they're going to come in when you need them. And then they're going to fall back a little bit. They're never going to leave, but they're going to fall back a little bit in the background to support you. Another really important thing to remember about guides is that 
And, and at the end here, I will reference like a couple tools on how to get started if your guide communication isn't very strong. But another really important thing to know about guides, guides are like the most unconditional, loving, perfect parents you could ever have. They love you unconditionally. However, they are not stuck on linear time. They see everything coming up in your life. They see everything that's ever happened. They understand at the most deepest level where you are right now and what you actually need. And when I say they're like unconditional loving parents, what I mean is if you need to take a left and, and you know, fall down and skin your knee and get back up again, because that's part of your path, they are going to support you in that. They're going to support you not only in the success and the rewards and the joy that you're looking for, but they're also going to be right by your side in those moments that you do need to falter or have a difficult time. We are not here for perfection and bliss. It is just not the case. When you sign up as a human, you sign up for the whole shebang. <laughs> and the guides are here to make sure that the shebang is as easy as it can be, even though some things can be very, diff very difficult. Uh, and different people go through, through difficult things at different levels and they can be really tough sometimes. But you're never alone. You're never alone. And uh, very frequently students over the years have come to me and said, well, I've opened my guide communication and a guide has said, go this way. And I went this way and it didn't unfold. It didn't work. Why? They told me to do it and it didn't work. Well, the guide has the bigger picture. And in that moment, what I tell my students, uh, get into that bigger observational viewpoint of what really happened. They told you to go that way for a reason. And while it might have been uncomfortable or worse yet, just not unfolded the way you wanted it to unfold. And I'll give you an example of one for myself. It happens to all of us. While that might not have happened, you still ended up experiencing something you needed to experience or it got you somewhere you needed to get to. Wasn't comfortable. I get it wasn't what you thought they were, you know, telling you. So yeah, sometime a guide, sometimes a guide can dangle a carrot, but the bottom line is they love you unconditionally and they're going to tell you, here's the key phrase, what you need to know right now. They're not going to tell you your fortune, your future, the, you know, I love the whole <laughs> lottery numbers. You know, they're not. They're going to tell you what you need to know to get you to the next step and they love you unconditionally for it. Here's my example. I, years ago, now a bit of a city girl, not, not, not much of a, a camper type. And years ago, my guide said to me, uh, came through, I had clear communication, and they said, you should get a liveaboard boat. And I jumped at the idea. Uh, dream idea. I, my head, I was already in the Caribbean. It was like, this is so fantastic. A liveaboard. We're going to get a catamaran. And I, I'm, I, this is a dream. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a beach person. If I could be on the beach constantly being on a liveaboard boat, even better. So I was very excited by this. I said, thank you very much. This came through so strong that a couple days later, I was doing a reading for a man came into my office, was doing a reading. When we were all done, he got up and he went to leave. Right before he hit the door, he stopped and he turned around and he said, oh, by the way, I, I'm just telling everybody that I meet because it's going to be the best way to do it. I'm selling a 40-foot liveaboard catamaran in case you know anyone that's interested in buying. I mean, that was within like 
48 hours of the guides telling me that. So if, if you've ever had an experience where you've thought that the guides told you something and it came through that strong and then it didn't come to fruition, this is what I'm talking about. Do I own a liveaboard boat? Have I ever owned a liveaboard boat? No, but I'm telling you, you would have thought that it should have been. So they tell me this a couple days later at the end of a session, one of my clients said to me, by the way, I'm selling one. I was at Barnes and Noble the very next day, decided to do a meditation where you just walk through the shelves, whatever you're pulled to, go to the book you're pulled to, open up that book to the page you're pulled to. I did that because my guides were like, find a book. And I did. And it was this weird book about a doctor that, you know, quit their practice, moved on to a liveaboard boat in the, in the Caribbean. And I'm like, no, this is so cool. So in my mind, I'm thinking, well, that's it. Now I'm going to get a boat. So I spent the next couple of months figuring out how to get a boat. Interesting thing about buying a boat. They're not going to give you one if you don't own any assets. And this wonderful woman from the loan company said, it's kind of interesting because you could just sail away and we could never find you. And I went, you know what? That really makes sense. So I finally realized I'm not getting a boat. I'm not getting a boat. I wasn't in the market financially to be able to do it. You know, even a used one, I couldn't just pull money out to buy a used one. So I said, okay, I'm going to let this go. And then I talked to my best friend at the time and I said, hey, this is what happened. I can't believe the signs were that clear. The guidance for my guides was that clear, yet this it's impossible. Like in the human world, it's just not unfolding. And she said to me, have you ever considered getting an RV? And I said, you are off your rocker. I do not camp. <laughs> and she said, no, 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 just think about it. They have really nice ones, like really nice bigger ones that are fancier. Just think about it. It's small living. You could get used to small living and it could be a transition step. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll think about it. And I went home and I made the not now, at the time I thought it was a mistake. Now I know it wasn't of saying to my family, Hey y'all, do you want to get an RV? And they all just were like, yep, that's exactly what we want to do. So we did. We got a small RV. We went on a four-month road trip. And it was on that four-month road trip that I went, I love RVing. Deeply, deeply love it. And I've done RVing ever since. Did a, did a whole stint of two and a half years full-time in a larger RV. Yeah, I get it. It's got surround sound speakers and all that kind of fun stuff. But it's kind of like a mini apartment, you know? Uh but I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I'm so grateful. And there is no way if my guides came through initially and said, get an RV that I would, I would have grabbed onto that with as much directional purpose as a boat. So they told me the boat to get me to start thinking about it, to get the conversation to happen with my friend, to get me to consider an RV only to find out I am blissfully, ridiculously happy when I RV. I love it. It's one of my favorite pastimes. So Whatever they're telling you, just trust that they do love you unconditionally, that they are guiding you for the highest good. Now, getting started with doing guide communication, this is where I would really, really suggest that you, um, you find the top five intuitive tools course. It's my free course. Um, I'll put a link in here where I can. It's on my main website page, thesagemethod.com, if you need to find it there. But find that course. It's called the top five intuitive tools. And one of the tools in that course, first off, it's free. 
because I'm very passionate about people starting to use their intuition. If everyone does, that just makes me so happy. But one of the videos in that course is specifically on guide communication. And in there, I'm going to talk about defocusing exercise and how important commitment is. So in this video, I will tell you guide communication takes a little while for some. Some it's very quick, but for some people it takes a little while. For me, it took a little while. So have patience, have commitment, know that it's going to develop over time. It's going to get stronger over time and jump into that course. Watch that specific. I think that's the best avenue really is for you to watch that because it's just completely focused on beginning to establish guide communication. So know that the guides, the frequency changes. It changes. And it's important to, over time, learn how to differentiate. That's a little bit more of an advanced step that I teach in the Sage Method course, which is in the Sage Method experience. And you'll learn to delineate who the guides are, when they're coming through, and why they're coming through. And guide communication can be very helpful, very soothing, and very comforting. Because in the end, you're not alone. You're watched over. You're very, very loved and very, very watched over. Yeah. You're amazing. But yeah, jump into guide communication. It's awesome. This podcast is brought to you by The Sage Method, the most comprehensive and down-to-earth intuitive development training available. Is this your year? Is it finally your time to increase your intuition, bring in more abundance, and experience the bliss you deserve? If yes, then join thousands of students across the world for a seven-week journey to uncover your natural, beautiful, and strong intuition. Visit us at thesagemethod.com for more information.